T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Brian Mazarowski here from the Republican National Convention. It's day four. It's our final day over here in Cleveland, and Donald Trump expected to speak tonight. We're, we'll kick it off with a good way. You know, the cops, uh, they left. <laughs> Law enforcement is gone. As soon as I get on the air, everything kind of calms down. You know, something about Tom. He just uh, incites, incites <laughs> trouble. He's a troublemaker. We're joined by uh, Tana Gertz, who is with the Trump campaign. But you have a bit of a background. You've known Donald Trump for quite a long time. How many years? I, I've known him for 11 years. And how did it start? Well, I applied to be on his show, The Apprentice, and I went out to L.A. to audition for the show, and the producer liked me and you know cast me on the show out of a million people. And I met Mr. Trump for the very first time in the boardroom, and I was absolutely excited about the opportunity to learn from this man, to be mentored by him, and to take the business nuggets that he was going to teach me out into my own professional career and hope, you know, hopefully become more successful. And, and that happened, but uh, 100% more. Give us the real skinny. A reality show. They're not really reality shows. Actually, it's all scripted, well, right? What goes on? Well, this was 11 years ago when they were real. So you're right. They're not real now, but my show was real. And I was videotaped the entire time that I was there except for um, taking a shower. And um, when I slept, I had the, the microphone on, so it was real. And everything, you know, it was just it was grueling. We worked Literally, I mean, I think I got four hours of sleep every night I was there for the entire time because I kicked butt and went all the way to the end. And I came home and I was just physically so exhausted, but it was a life-changing experience and one that I'm forever grateful now, for. You were the runner-up, but you still stayed in touch yes. with Donald Trump. So I was the runner-up and I got home and I went, wow, you know, like he literally put my business on steroids. And I was so grateful for the platform that it gave me because I live my life with an attitude of gratitude. And I was like, you know, I'm not, I mean, I was, don't get me wrong, I wanted to win because I'm very competitive. But I was like, this man changed my life for the better. This man's like helping my business. I'm putting food on the table because of this man. I'm grateful. And I kept talking about how happy I was that I had the opportunity. And then I applied the nuggets that he gave me into my presentations that I was taking around the country, getting paid a lot of money to, to share. And it was all what I learned from Mr. Trump. So when he came down the escalator and said he wanted to run for president, he called me and said, would you work for me? And I said, absolutely. I'll do whatever I can to get you elected. So now you're working with Donald Trump. Can you give us something? What can we expect to hear from him tonight? You know, Mr. Trump is going to he's going to speak from his heart like he always does. He's going to tell us exactly how he's going to help make America great again, how he's going to help make America rich again and safe again. 
And really, at the end of the day, there's not a person listening. I don't care if you're a woman and you want security and you want him to, you know, uh, to help you know keep our security make the national security tighter and tougher to protect our families or if you're a young entrepreneur and you're like you know I want to live the American dream this guy knows how to be successful he can run he's going to run the country like a business and look at his resume everything he touches turns to gold I know him I know his proven track record he's a man that puts his money where his mouth is and he is results driven and I have all the faith in the world. Uh, he's gonna, he's gonna probably talk about what this experience has meant for him, how honored he is. I mean, yeah, he's a really tough guy, and you know, you look at him and you're like, oh, Donald Trump probably isn't emotional. He feels so emotional that so many people care. So many people have come out here. He realizes that this is an expense for the majority of the people. They're spending their own money to come here. He doesn't take that lightly. He knows the responsibility, and he's accepting it, and he's actually very honored and touched by this. Let's talk about last night. What did you expect Ted Cruz to say? Let me tell you what. Ted Cruz burned me once in the Iowa caucus, and I was hesitant. When, he, when I heard he was speaking, I'll tell you what, I was hoping he was going to do the right thing, but he burned me once. I didn't trust him. I was expecting him to get up there and to say, vote for Donald J. Trump. He's the perfect person. He defeated me in a very tight race. You know, he worked hard. He's, he's got the stamina and the strength. I expected all of that. And what he did was such a missed opportunity. I think a lot of people, me included, throughout the entire campaign looked at Ted Cruz like one big creep. Uh, mm -hmm. Just because of the way he comes off. And you could say that about, well, a lot of politicians. But him especially, the way he came off. However, after last night, I think he won some people over. As many people who were mad after doubling down this morning and what he said, and he basically said, you don't go around saying lion's head for a few months and then expect me to come around and endorse you. Do you understand why people would maybe have a newfound respect for Ted Cruz? No, I think, you know, there's a lot of people that... They, they, that were fans of Ted Cruz. You know, he, he made people believe that that whole Christian thing and we're of faith. Seriously, a person of faith honors their obligation. You know, he signed that pledge. Where's your ethics? Well, you know, that's not being loyal. That's not being ethical. Why did you, why did you go against what you said you were going to do to all the American people that voted for you? I felt like he was a fraud. Um, Miss, you know, Ted Cruz started this thing with the whole Melania thing. We don't forget. You know, don't get into the lines then if you can't handle it. You know what I mean? And no, I think Ted Cruz was, he showed America that he was a sore loser. Ted Cruz knows what happened. Mr. Trump won this competition fair and square. He is the nominee. He did it without the help of anyone. I mean, he has a great team. Uh, we're, we're all working our butts off for him, but he had no help from the party. He had no help from anybody else. He did it the right way. He earned his spot. Give the man the respect that he deserves. Do you expect people to follow Ted Cruz, write his name in or no? Oh, I'm sure people will do that. Oh, so what I was going to say is people have skin in the game. They were emotionally attached to Ted Cruz. They drank the Kool-Aid. They believed that he was this you know, man of upstanding faith and all whatever it is. And they were devastated that he didn't make it. It's like, you know, rooting for the team. Who's your favorite sports team? We're Bills fans here. Okay, there you go. Okay, let's, I don't know how your team does because I don't really care about sports. Not good. Okay, not good. <laughs> Aren't you devastated? Aren't you crushed? Aren't you heartbroken every year? We're used to it. You're used to it. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm used to winning all the time, so we have a different thing. Um, but the reality is, is these people were devastated that their man who was the going to be the second messiah, 
He didn't get it. So guess what? Sour grapes. There are people out that were, you know, in the convention and that are in the convention that are sitting there going, dang it, should have been Ted. Well, guess what? It isn't. It, it, it isn't. I think when the pledge was signed, I looked at it as kind of a silly thing. But you take it very seriously. Well, I take it seriously because I, I like a man that puts his money where his mouth is. I like a man that delivers on the actions of what he said he would do. I don't care about, you know, so many women get hung up on, you know, men's words. I promise, honey, I won't cheat on you anymore. I promise, honey, I won't do this to you anymore. I promise, I promise, I promise. We buy into that. Let me look at your actions. What do your actions say? Your actions say you're a cheating fool, you're this, you're that, you're no good, I gotta get rid of you. You know, we women are we believe the words, not me. I've been burned once before by a man, I won't get burned again, and I'm not talking about Ted Cruz. Um, but I believe the actions. The actions say you signed the dotted line, you are going to honor your pledge. So what that said to me is you can't be trusted. You we, can't be trusted. We heard a lot about Hillary throughout the entire convention. Did we hear too much about Hillary, not enough about Donald Trump, or I, was it the right mix? I thought it was the right mix. I honestly, I haven't had many people say that, you know, too much Hillary. We need to let America know. Donald Trump doesn't drink alcohol. He won't be asleep if he gets a 3 a.m. call. He won't have a hangover. Uh, you know, Secret Service doesn't like Hillary Clinton because she's not good to uh, police officers. She doesn't want to see their face. I mean, we've got numerous, numerous stories. America needs to know that. America needs to know this is a person that doesn't respect uh, and, and honor our law enforcement. The people that are outside right now protecting us, willing to throw their life down in front of us if we need if we need help. And you know what? Mr. Trump is the complete opposite. He respects our military. He wants to strengthen our military. He wants people to, re you know, to we want he wants to have that prestige that, you know, America's military is not to be screwed with. And Mr. Trump wants people to realize you will respect the law. You will respect law enforcement first responders. I mean, I get fired up because he's he's saying everything that America needs to be doing right now. Why do we not respect our law enforcement anymore? Our military. These are our veterans, for goodness sakes. Don't get me started on the veterans. I want to know one thing before we uh, let you go for a break. You're in the campaign. Who comes up with Donald Trump's entrances? You know, Monday night he comes out. Like a, like a WWE wrestler yeah, with so the entrance. Cool. Uh, yesterday, he buzzes Cleveland with the Trump jet before circling around in a helicopter. It's like one thing after another. Who comes up with that? And is it going to be something else tonight? Uh, what are we, what yes, are we looking tonight for? Tonight, he's coming in on a trapeze. I don't, have you not heard this? I haven't heard. I was hoping. <laughs> I was hoping. Uh, you know what he does? Mr. Trump, he's... He, he, he's he, a showman? He's a showman. But let me tell you what, he's a showman plus so much more. Just like, you know, a lot of people go, oh, he's just a celebrity. No, 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 no. He knows the art of entertainment, and he knows what it's going to take to make America great again. He's passionate about this. You know, he has the ideas. He wants to be entertained. He's a successful businessman. He gets for, very short, uh, he gets little spurts of time off. When he wants to go to, say, a play, he wants to be entertained. So he knows what it takes to entertain people. Personally, I, you know, I'm in this arena as a professional speaker. I go to these rallies, and I look out at the crowds, and I'm thinking, they're sitting out there for six hours. Give me a dang microphone and a box of swag. I'm going to entertain these people while they're sitting here sweating you know, and waiting for the, the main act, Donald Trump. So it's, it's when you have that mentality of you know what it's like, he knows exactly what he's going to do, and it's going to be epic. All right. Tana Gertz works with the Trump campaign. Hey, if people buy your season of The Apprentice on DVD box set, 
Do you get like a like a dime for every box set sold? I wish I could say I do, but I do not. But if they go to my website and buy a copy of my book, I do. I make some money. All right, what's that website? <laughs> HeyTana.com, H-E-Y-T-A-N-A.com. All right, Tana Gertz with the Trump campaign. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Brian Mazarowski live from the Republican National Convention in Cleveland on WBEN. Welcome back to the Republican National Convention in Cleveland. Brian Mazarowski here with you on WBEN. Man, things have calmed down here. It was a mob scene just a little bit ago. We had the state trooper, Indiana state troopers. They came all the way from Indiana to the WBEN booth to see what was going on here. And now it's all of a sudden cleared out. Tom had quite a few guests on Triumph the Insult Comic Dog among them. I don't think he's joining me, though. It's tough to interview a puppet because you don't know where to put where to uh, put the microphone. Didn't know if you know that. Anyways, we're talking uh, last night and tonight. Donald Trump's speech tonight. Uh, what do you want to hear out of Donald Trump? And then last night, Ted Cruz. Man, you hear a lot of people say that politics is like professional wrestling. The storylines are pretty much the same. Ted Cruz pulled the ultimate heel promo, if you know what I'm talking about. He started with a standing ovation, and within five minutes, the entire arena was doing nothing but booing him. Then this morning, he doubled up. He said, you can't call my wife ugly and then expect me to just bend over and endorse you. And you know what I've said? Uh, I've... Give him my take on Ted Cruz. He's uh, slimy. He's just uh, he's not an attractive politician, if you can catch my drift. He's just not the guy. You look at him, and it kind of gives you the creeps, right? But I got to tell you, after today, you gain a little bit of respect for Ted Cruz. Now, we just heard from uh, Tana Gertz of the Trump campaign. They obviously don't think so. They say he signed a pledge which uh, I've always looked at the pledge as silly. We're we're signing pledges here. You're running for president, and you're signing something that says, I promise not to to go against you in the future. It's all silly to me. But they take it very seriously for obvious reasons because they don't like what happened last night. They don't like what happened this morning. Do you look at Ted Cruz any differently? Because I kind of do. Not that I would ever vote for the guy, but... Just looking at what he said this morning, it makes perfect logical sense. Would you, two months after a guy called you Lion Ted constantly, called your wife ugly, and basically said that your dad shot JFK, would you all of a sudden turn around and say, hey, this guy's great, vote for him for president? Most people wouldn't do that. So why should we expect the same? Just because we're used to it, I guess. Anyways, uh, we're live from the Republican National Convention, 803-0930. Donald Trump to speak tonight. Ivanka Trump to speak tonight. You'll hear all that live right here on WBEN starting at about 9 o'clock. But for the next hour and a half, we're taking your calls and uh, touching on some other things, tying up some loose odds and ends from the RNC. You're listening to WBEN. From the WBEN Newsroom, I'm Tom Puckett. Here's what's happening. The Erie County Water Authority says it will consider robocalls in the future if a water main break like what happened yesterday happens again. 
Those affected by the water main break should boil water for at least a minute. The first sampling's been completed, and the Water Authority and the Health Department are awaiting results. If negative, a second sampling takes place tomorrow. The Health Department will decide when to lift the boil water order. Your voice, your vote. Donald Trump's objective tonight is he accepts the Republican presidential nomination. Campaign manager Paul Manafort. This is a convention. Convention is part of rally, part not rally. I mean, and tonight, Mr. Trump's goal is to speak beyond the floor to the American people. It's the convention's last night, and police in Cleveland are bracing for more demonstrations. In this public square right here, a number of different protest groups have come together. Anarchist groups, the Westboro Baptist Church, Code Pink, a number of women's rights groups. Uh, Trump supporters are all here in this park. And a lot of police right now. Some of the police, something we haven't seen until now, they have pepper ball guns. The guns that shoot out paintball-like pellets filled with condensed pepper spray. Also, they've got long guns, a lot more gear on them tonight. ABC's Alex Stone near the park where protesters for and against Trump have gathered. Trump's eldest daughter, Ivanka, will present him to the delegates tonight. Richard Cantu, ABC News. Welcome back. Brian Mazarowski here at the Republican National Convention on WBEN. We are uh, approaching. It's basically the end. Today's a light day. We'll hear from Ivanka Trump a little bit later on, and then Donald Trump will give the final speech, and then a billion balloons will fall from the rafters, and then everyone will go home. So that's what's going to happen tonight. You'll hear everything live on WBEN. Uh, starting at about 9 o'clock when the big speakers come to the stage. It's uh, a whole lot of Trump tonight. Uh, Ivanka and Donald, that's basically the highlights of the show. Uh, All the other, you know, Chris Christie, already done. Pence, already done. A lot of these guys, they've they've gotten them out of the way so that tonight can be uh, Donald Trump. And if you uh, missed any of Tana Gertz, you can find that online on uh, WBEN.com, kind of uh, giving us a little bit of what to expect. And uh, what I gained from her is that uh, maybe a little bit less about Hillary Clinton tonight and a little bit more about Donald Trump and who he is. And that's what they've been trying to do with the Trump children, kind of paint a picture of who Donald Trump is. But last night, I think, is still kind of heavily on the minds of everybody here. Ted Cruz goes up on stage and... Was anybody expecting that to go well at all? It was either going to be very boring (laughs) and no one would really be paying any attention or it was uh, going to go probably the the way it did. If Ted Cruz endorses Donald Trump, you know, there was a lot of people who were chanting endorse him, endorse him. What's the point, really? These people are Ted Cruz supporters. Is it going to matter... Either way, in November, what Ted Cruz says right now, if Ted Cruz says, all right, I endorse Donald Trump. Oh, okay. Were you all going to write in Ted Cruz? I have a hard time believing that. Today he doubled down on it this morning. He basically said, listen, you can't call my wife ugly and call me Lion Ted for months and months and then expect me to uh, bend over and kiss the ring. And you know what, Ted Cruz? Always kind of seems like that, ugh, you know, a little slimy guy, you know, that ultra politician. He he feels especially politiciany, if that's a word I can use. 
he started to make sense this morning, and I completely understand where he's coming from. I think it's silly when all these guys, oh, they lost out. They spent however many months attacking, saying this guy's terrible. He's not going to be good for the country. We can't have people like Donald Trump running the country. And then all of a sudden they turn around like, yeah, you know, Donald Trump's not so bad. So I thought with Ted Cruz, he finally acted like a real person and not a politician. We'll go to Faye in Cheektowaga. Faye, you are on WBEN. Uh, sorry, Mike, back in the studio. I think we uh, might have a little trouble putting on Faye. Thank you very much. Faye, you're on WBEN. Oh, you know, you talk about Donald Trump bashing Cruz's wife and his father and that. You know who started it? Ted Cruz himself. He put a picture of Melania before she even knew Donald Trump. Remember? Very scantily in a, in a bikini. It was very, very revealing. Oh, I remember. He, oh, well, I mean, and you know, this goes on at all the conventions. You think Hillary ain't going to blast and come in against, you know, it's, that's the way it is. But do you think it's right, though? You're saying he started it. Does that sound like something you should really have to say in the race for the president of the United States? Oh. Well, he started it. But they should not put that junk in there. Who cares? They want that. They want to know about the policies and everything. So Trump's a little off the wall. But let's face it, we can't have four or eight more years of Obama, which is Hillary. All right. Well, Faye in Cheektowaga. Faye, thank you very much for the call. Uh, you know, I just I look at it. I, I don't say who who started it, who whatever. The fact is that it happened. Donald Trump basically. He also, if you remember, he called Ted Cruz a pussy. That's never been done, as far as I remember. As you know, if you're running for president, he took exception to that. That was a big thing. So let's let's run it down. Calls Ted Cruz a pussy. Basically says that his wife is ugly. Insinuates that his dad killed JFK, and called him Lion Ted. I don't think he ever said the word Cruz. He just said Lion Ted. He did all of that. For months and months and months, and now people are surprised when Ted Cruz doesn't endorse Donald Trump. That seems a little silly to me, just because he's not acting like a politician for once in his life. Dan on the West Side. Dan, you're on WBEN. Hi. Um, you know, Donald Trump is our chance to not have Hillary as a president. And I mean... That's so important to me. I, I can't, it's hard to even, I don't even know where to begin. But, you, you know, like, the Clintons arrive in the White House, you know, inauguration 93. The papers are full of stories about the first president ever to be elected with foreign donations. Um, they're, they're seeking waivers on security checks for their appointees. It goes on and on. It just, I mean, it, it, it you know, I mean, when the, uh, all, almost all the conservative organizations and think tanks in the country got audited one year. It tracked back to Hillary. Um, it go, I mean, it's it, there's so much there. So and, let me ask you something, Dan. Do you put blame on Ted Cruz last night? Does that upset you, what he did in his speech? You, you know, I'm not, I, I tell you the truth, I'm not paying attention to the infighting. I'm just hoping we get through it because of what we're looking at. If we don't, um, the, the, I mean, I mean, the, I'm appalled, really appalled by by the, the the falling out 
Um, but I mean, you know, we might have expected that. Except that, the, that, that a lot of the rhinos and a lot of the, you know, as you're putting it, slippery individuals are revealing themselves in some way. But I mean, I mean, again, I don't want to focus on on the sin fighting because it's so important. The, the fight against Hillary Clinton. It's so important. I mean, I mean, you're talking about an administration that because of Daffy ideas, they cut security for their for for our facilities in a in a region where other countries are evacuating. All right, Dan, I'm going to have to uh, let you go now. You're straying too much from the topic, because uh, what I want to talk about and what I want to look at right now is that somebody he, he went up and said what he believed in. He obviously did not want to endorse Donald Trump. They invited him up to speak at the convention. Would you rather have had him say something he completely doesn't believe? Because that's what we accuse politicians of doing all the time. I personally think that's the first time I've listened to him speak and been, well, one, entertained, and two, except for the time, remember when he elbowed his wife in the face after he conceded? In the race, that was pretty funny. That was entertaining. But other than that, it was the first time I've listened to him and said, hey, here's a guy talking as a person and not a politician. If you're on hold, stay with us. 803-0930 is the number. We'll hear from Ivanka Trump, Donald Trump, a little more than an hour from now. They'll take the stage and until then, taking some of your calls and wrapping up some things here at the Republican National Convention. It's our last night here. Thanks for sticking with us throughout our coverage and it will continue throughout the evening until after Donald Trump uh, goes off uh, the stage and after the balloons drop, we'll still bring you continuing coverage here from Cleveland on WBEN. Welcome back to the Republican National Convention here in Cleveland. Brian Mazarowski with you on WBEN. 803-0930 is the number if you want to get on and uh, share your thoughts. Tonight we'll hear from Donald Trump. We'll also hear from his daughter, Ivanka. But before that, we got to talk a little bit about last night and this morning and Ted Cruz basically going from a standing ovation taking the stage to nothing but a chorus of boos in about five minutes. You couldn't do it better if you were a professional wrestler. It was amazing to see in here. And, you know, we, we took the speech. You heard it here live. And it started off as just, you know, here's Ted Cruz again. You know, nothing really is expected. But then it quickly turned. As soon as that, that crowd started to get rowdy, because they were a little impatient at first. Endorse him, endorse him, endorse him. And then he didn't. And he smiled and waved. He said, thank you. And then uh, the best part is that he was walking off the stage near the exit. And then turned back and waved and said, thank you again. You know, did a little bow <laughs> as everyone was booing him. He must have loved it. I can o that could be the only explanation. He loved the booze. Madonna in Buffalo, you're on WBEN. Madonna, are you there? All right, sorry about that. We'll cut you loose. Richard in Cheektowaga. Richard, you're on WBEN. Yes, sir. 
I appreciate the chance to speak my mind a bit. What ticks me off about this whole thing is that it, it is so obvious what would happen. And all we're hearing about is what Ted Cruz said or what he didn't say. And we're not hearing about the important things. We're not hearing about what Newt Gingrich said. We're not hearing about what the vice president nominee said. All the really important things. All we're asking about are opinions on did Ted Cruz do this? Did he do that? Except well, let me let me ask you something, Richard. Did you expect anything less? It, it's showbiz. The convention is showbiz. They have a giant stage. They've got a house band right next door. A lot more. The country is on the line. Ted Cruz knows that. How how could he get up there and not expect to to have happen what happened and what is going on now? To me, that is and 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 truly, how could how could the it, it's just totally nonsensical and so much important time being wasted on nonsense. Well, hey, let me ask you something. If you're Ted Cruz and you believe that Donald Trump is the wrong choice for America, you, you also believe that Hillary Clinton is the wrong choice for America, and you're going to say he did mention Donald Trump. He did mention in his speech that uh, he said blah, 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 blah. Uh, and if you want that, you should vote for Donald Trump. He did say, I, I think that was an exact quote from Ted Cruz last night. So he did mention that. He said that you should vote for Donald Trump over Hillary Clinton. He just didn't endorse Donald Trump because that's not what he believed. Would you have rather had him go up there and say something he completely didn't believe? I'd rather had him not get up there at all because what's happened is what could be expected to happen is what exactly is happening. And what exactly is happening that is everybody in this very, very prime time is wasting so much valuable time on nonsense. It doesn't matter. What matters is what people, what people like Gingrich said, what people, what Ted Cruz said that really meant something. Not, not all this other crap. It's just, it's just totally totally ridiculous and and it's the best thing that could happen to hillary clinton all right richard thank you for your call and your thoughts we'll go now to james out in williamsville james you're on wben how are you doing doing great james what's on your mind well i feel like cruz did a rush limbaugh meaning he helped trump fail he has positioned himself to whether Trump wins and is a failed president or whether he loses and he's going for 2020. You know, he, he that will probably happen. If Trump loses, I think you can expect to see Ted Cruz in 2020. The thing, though, you listen to Michael Caputo on our station. You listen to a lot of other political pundits, and they say that Ted Cruz basically wrecked his career last night by turning his back on the Republican candidate for president. So if you were really, I, I don't think they're wrong on that either. I think he went up there and spoke his mind. If he is looking at 2020, he probably made a, a stupid decision. But I think to me, that makes it all the more honorable. If you really believe something, you know it's going to hurt you in the long run, and then you go up and do it anyway. Well, my, pro- my problem is that was a Ted Cruz supporter through and through. This guy is, uh, you know, he stood the test of time. He 
he uh, called out Mitch McConnell. He, uh, you know, tried to shut the government down here. You know, I, I was all Ted Cruz. But when you sign a pledge, your pledge, man, your, your honor, saying that no matter what happens, win or lose, I'll support the candidate, and then you don't. You didn't look at that as silly? I think that's something that you do when you're running for sixth grade class president. I, I pledge to support you. It, it seemed weird. I, I can't disagree more. It's not about sixth grade. It's about your really honor. It's about you as a man saying that if the will of the people go a different direction, to own up to it and, 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 and sacrifice for the will of the people, or are you going to be bitter? angry. Are you going to be 3WF or are you going to be real deal? No? All right, James in Williamsville. Well, obviously, okay, he signed a pledge, but obviously that is not the way he really felt or else he would have gone on the stage and endorsed Donald Trump and he wouldn't have doubled down on that this morning when he said, basically, you call my wife ugly, I'm not going to kiss the ring. I'm not going to endorse someone who I don't believe in, or who I don't think is right for this country. And so he, he signed that pledge, but he didn't believe it. And you know what? Sometimes people, hey, Donald Trump said it throughout the debates. You know, you have to be a little flexible. Sometimes people change their minds. So he signed that, and he said, you know what? And basically the only reason people signed that, too, you should keep in mind, was in the event that Donald Trump lost and decided to run as an independent which uh, that's what Cruz, Rubio, all the other Republicans were trying to do with that, was say, hey, uh, you know, if Trump loses and then he comes after us, we don't want to get hurt by it, let's make him sign this pledge. So it was silly to begin with, and I don't hold him to it. Madonna, let's try it again. Madonna, you're on WBEN. Brian, you know, I enjoy listening to you on another show, and I'm enjoying this tonight, but I have a disagreement with you. Earlier I heard you say that um, you thought... Um, Cruz came off as a, a real person, okay, uh, based on some of the... As much of a real person as Ted Cruz can come off as. Okay, well, we'll give you that much. But I do feel he should have stayed home. I do feel that he's... It's not his first rodeo. He knows what national conventions are like. And as the week goes on, it gets more crazy, more wonderful, more balloons, more, you know, excitement. And that excitement is ramping up to tonight, really. And so last night he was one of those people who was asked to speak, and I really feel uh, morally and ethically he should not have if he felt he wasn't there to be part of the party. I think you would have a point if he was asked to speak on the condition that he endorses Donald Trump and he said yes knowing full well that he wasn't going to do it, that is uh, pretty shady. However, if he's just asked to speak, uh, you know, go up there, deliver your speech, and I don't know exactly what. There's conflicting reports about uh, the Trump campaign and who saw the speech and if there were two versions of the speech and all of that. But if he was just asked to speak and speak his mind, he did that. And to me, that's on the Trump campaign. I don't think you invite a guy no. who you've been calling Lion Ted for three months to go come and speak. No, I, I think we already know the first line of his obituary now. I really, I really do. He's going to be remembered for this, and people are not going to forget. And not the talking heads, not CNN or Fox. The average person goes, what the hell? 
he was supposed to go there and give a speech. He wasn't supposed to think um, uh, uh, party, his, his own um, event. He lost. That's All right. Madonna, we're up against the break. Thank you very much for the call. You know, I, I agree with you somewhat. Uh, we have to get out here, but he spoke his mind. Was it a little shady? Yeah, it was a lot of shady. Was it self-serving? Yes, it was self-serving. But in a way, you have to respect that he didn't just go with the party flow that we accuse so many other people of doing. WBEN News Time, 7.57. I don't know why I said that. We're live at the Republican National Convention in Cleveland. You'll hear from Donald Trump a little bit later on. 803-0930 is the number if you want to get in. I'm Brian Mazarowski on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.